name is Sharzad. I am really excited to bring you this new conversation series that I have been so passionate about. I am interviewing teenagers, parents, and educators about the harmful and potentially harmful effects of social media on teenagers. And I'm collaborating with the Organization of Social Media Safety for this whole conversation series. Today, I am interviewing Zainab, a beautiful teenager who has been so gracious in letting me pick her brain and pull the curtain back on what life is like as a teenager with social media. So here we go. Enjoy. Zainab, thank you so much for agreeing to talk to me. I've been really curious about the teenage experience with social media for a very long time now, probably for five, six years. I always think about myself as a teenager and how I would have navigated social media and it would not have been pretty. I'm <laughs> really curious to hear your experience, but let's start with where do you live and how old are you? So I'm from Annapolis, Maryland, and I am 18. I'll be starting college in the fall. Congrats. So I want to talk to you about your relationship with social media. When did you get online? How old were you? Uh, I think I was like 14 or 15. I think it was like beginning of high school. Okay. And what did you start with? Like Instagram? I've, I feel like you probably don't do Facebook, right? No, I don't. Okay. <laughs> I laugh because that's like more my generation and older, but I feel like teenagers think of Facebook as like their mom's social media, right? <laughs> Uh, a little bit. I don't think I know too many people my age that use Facebook that much. Okay. So but I did. Yeah, I did start with Instagram. Okay. And what what kind of things did you post? Uh, just like if I had pictures that I liked from like, especially when we were on trips and vacations, like things like that. I would try and like document that a lot because I knew I would get a lot of pictures from that. And how did posting make you feel in the beginning? Um, I don't know. It was just fun to see it, like interacting with my friends through the comments and stuff like that in terms of my posts. And I felt like it was nice to be able to see other people's posts because it's sort of like you learn a good amount about like people that are more distant from you, people you don't see on a daily basis. Would you say most of the people you followed and that followed you, you went to high school with? A good majority, yeah, but there were also people from, like, other schools in the area or, like, people that we had basically mutual friends. Was social media, like, a really big deal at your high school? Was I, I have this, like, vision of high school today where kids are just filming everything at school. Is that, <laughs> am I way off or how, how does, how, what was it really it, like? It kind of depends on the person, honestly. Like, there are some people that, like, don't use social media and it's not like everything revolves around using social media but i would say social media is like the biggest source of like information and stuff like when big things happen you see it spread all over people's stories and stuff like that so and it's a good way to like socialize so if you meet someone new instead of asking for like their phone number a lot of time you'll ask for like their social media like their snapchat or their instagram to talk to them there rather than giving out your phone number so i think it was a way to like be more social without having to like extend like personal information kind of thing. But it's not like it's a huge part of like everything you're doing, you're putting on Instagram and stuff like that. Most people don't do that. It's usually like special occasions or like nice pictures or if you're out with your friends and you want to document it. Did your high school, since it sounds like you were 14, you were probably a freshman in high school then when mm -hmm. you started, did your high school have rules about 
being on your phone while you were at school? It depended on the teacher because honestly, some teachers basically it was like during instruction time, don't use your phone and don't be on social media when you're not supposed to be. But other times we would use our phone for class or like if you finish your work early, the teachers wouldn't care too much. So from 14 to now, do you feel like your relationship with social media has changed for the better or worse? And can you talk about that? I think it's gotten a little bit better just in terms of knowing how to like navigate it because social media sort of has its own set of social cues and stuff, which are hard to like, you're nervous going into it, trying to figure out because you don't want to do something that might seem weird, but you're not sure whether it seems weird or not. Yeah. And how you interact and what kind of things like I was way less likely to post stuff earlier on because I was like, oh, nobody wants to see this. Like, it doesn't matter. And now I think I use social media more for like myself kind of. And it is to like interact with my friends still, but I'll do it more easily. I'll post more pictures of myself. And it's not just the pictures that look absolutely perfect. It's also just from events that were important to me and stuff. Do you feel pressure to like look a certain way online? I don't think it's like a specific way I have to look, but I definitely am like when I'm looking at pictures of myself, I'm going through and trying to pick the best one that I want to post. And if I don't like them, I'm probably not going to end up posting. Do you feel like having so much access to social media at such a young developmental age has changed your view on like body image or have you struggled with any mental health issues because of the access to maybe like a perfectly curated feed or uh, a really filtered face or a photoshopped waist or something do you right. think it's do you think it's changed like it sounds like you have a really great healthy relationship which is awesome mm-hmm. I love hearing that but do you think that there do you think it's harmful or do you think it, it, you were ever susceptible to the harmful effects of it growing up? I think it definitely can be harmful and stuff when you see some people that are maybe getting more likes than you or like that you think fit a beauty standard better than you. I think that's something that people are recognizing more, though, that like they're aware that that issue exists and trying not to only focus on that one beauty standard. Like there's been a lot of like social movements on social media about trying to stray away from that, but it definitely does still exist. Like you see different things that get promoted more and things like that. And a lot of times it's because of those reasons. How important is representation to you? Like how important is it for you to follow like Indian influencers or icons? How does that make you, how important is that? It's definitely really important to me. And I remember before looking and seeing like celebrities and stuff, there was much less representation and all of that, that when you had somebody that was Indian that showed up, it was like this crazy, exciting thing. And you like had to support it, which obviously you wanted to, but sometimes it was just the fact that there was representation and not even what it actually was. Somebody referenced their phone as this little pocket of porn and violence that they can just pick up and look at anytime. Do you feel like that's true? And do you feel like kids of your generation have seen everything? So I think it comes down to like, that's another thing that like with parenting that you have to control, like you have to accept the fact that your kid, if they choose to has access to that stuff, and you sort of have to explain why that's wrong. I don't 
I don't think you can just set a rule of don't go to this because what if you don't give a reasoning, they're not going to understand and they're going to look at it. And that's not good to look at that stuff at such a young age. But if you explain those sort of things, like I haven't really fallen upon that stuff just because I don't have any interest on it. I don't want to go and find out what it is because I know what the general stuff is. And I know I don't want to see that, but it's, it's just a matter of you, you know, that you have access to it. You just have to consider whether you're going to take advantage of that access or not, which I think is the biggest issue of you have to be able to teach that it's a balancing act of you want to be able to use social media and the benefits of it, but you have to be educated and know what you're doing going into it. So So kids that are like much younger, like, like 11 or 12, if they don't know all of that stuff or they're curious and they hear like these words and they want to look it up. I think that's kind of when you have issues and it's just, you have to, you have to just educate them before they go on social media. Do your parents have, I know you're 18 now, but up until you weren't 18, did your parents have access to your social media accounts? Yeah. They said that they have to have like all of our passwords for me and my brother we had, they had to all of our passwords for those and they had to be able to follow us so that they could see whatever things you were posting. And did your parents, like when you got Instagram at 14, did they say, okay, these are the rules or did, was it kind of like, how, did, how what was that conversation like? Basically it was like, I was trying to convince them because a lot of my friends had Instagram and I was like, I really want to get it so I can know what's happening. And it was that sort of thing. It was just like a, be mindful of the things you're posting, but the rules were that um, they had to be able to follow us so that they could see what we were posting. And then that they knew our passwords if they wanted to log in and see, which I don't think they ever actually have done, but it was just a rule that they had that they should be able to do it. Are your parents on social media at all? Do they post on their own pages? So they have them, but they don't really post that much. Okay. And how would you feel if they did? Like if your parents were taking like really cute selfies or posing in a bikini or whatever, how would that make you feel? Honestly, I don't think I would mind that much. I think they would feel a bit weirder about it than I would, in all honesty. Do you like in general worry about things like school shootings and... In your in your school at in high school and now going into college, I definitely did a lot. I do a little bit less in college because I'm pretty sure it's more common in like elementary school and like middle school, high school, like not like university and stuff. But that definitely was something I was worried about, and you would hear about it even in like our county, at least threats of it and stuff. So, did it make you feel safer being like having your phone if? Like, I guess I'm sort of asking, like, is the pro of having your phone with you all the time at school to make you feel safe because there are so many threats with gun violence and shootings at school? Or do you feel like that isn't even a factor? I think I think there's like positives to having my phone that like overlap with that, which is like being able to communicate with people, like especially like talk to my parents if I need to, but not necessarily just for that. But in that situation, like there have been times when like we had to go into lockdown and not much stuff has happened, but it was like everyone scoured the social media to figure out what was going on. Because I remember I was in a classroom. It was like there was like no windows and stuff. And so we just knew it was like we at first we thought it was a drill, actually. And then we sort of heard about it 
And the only the best way to find out was to go on social media and see what people were saying, because that was the fastest way that information was getting out because teachers hadn't told us anything. So it was I at that point, it honestly was an advantage just because it was nice to at least be in the know. It was a little scary, but it was easier to know what was going on than not know at all. Do you think there's more prevalent danger online or in real life? Uh, I, I don't, I feel like in real life, but I feel like you're sort of more exposed to even the real life things online. So like we saw a lot with the whole like Black Lives Matter movement, everything was documented on video and you could see all of that. And that was violence that you faced in real life but you were exposed to it on social media and that still does have like damaging effects mentally, like just witnessing that kind of stuff. But I think overall it's still like more, I, I, I think the biggest danger that social media affects is your mental health. But from every other standpoint, I think real life has more dangers. How many hours a day would you say you spend on social media? It depends on when it is because I go on it a lot more if I'm like not doing anything during the day. Mm-hmm. But if I'm busy and I'm actually occupied during the day, like once or twice a day, just to like make sure I don't have any messages or like see what people are doing really fast. But if I'm not doing anything, then I might just sit, spend some time scrolling and looking through. So maybe on average, I would say like one to like one to two hours, two hours, like max. A day. Yeah. Do you think it increases on the weekends? Yeah. Yeah. And in general, do you feel like you have a good relationship with social media? Like you, it sounds like you do, like you have some healthy sort of boundaries and stuff, but would you say that's true? Yeah, I would say I do have a good relationship with social media, but that was also like things I found on social media, talking about the dangers of it, or just like online talking about like, cause a lot of people are aware that those dangers exist and are trying to fix them. But the thing is social media is the easiest way to spread information. And so I don't think it's ever going to stop being used. Like with younger kids and teens and preteens, they're more likely to be depressed or anxious, or you see it earlier on. I definitely think that's true, but at the same time, it's very difficult to just say, stop letting them use social media because not everybody is going to stop. And then when you take that factor into account, you ha- whoever doesn't have it feels like they're missing out on stuff. Like people would talk about things that they saw on social media that like, that's the biggest way that pop culture. So you would hear about those things and you just, you'd be out of the loop if you didn't have it. Right. So you kind of have to have it. So I think people are aware of that and they're trying to make people take better approaches to their social media. So yeah. that has helped, like just being self-aware that the problems exist. Totally. Do you, what, what like advice would you have for parents of like preteens who maybe will get access to their own accounts soon? Like what advice would you give the parents? One thing that my parents did was they definitely, they, at first when we asked, they said no, because we were too young. And then I think it's just a matter of making sure that, you have like enough faith in your kid to be responsible enough with social media to avoid them looking at bad things. And then you have to make sure that they know the consequences of it. Like I remember one thing that was really drilled into my head was uh, once it's out there, it's out there forever. 
And the thing is, anyone can take a screenshot of something and you might not know it. People might be talking about you and you might not know it. You just have to be aware that that exists. And if you're not, if that's not something that you can deal with, then maybe wait or make sure that you take like my, all my accounts are private because I don't want just anybody to be able to see it. Like I see who follows it. And that doesn't mean that other people don't see my stuff because again, you can screenshot it, you can send it however you want. Once it's out there, it's out there, but it gives a little bit more peace of mind. If you have a private account that's not there for the entire world to see, unless people are actively trying to share it, which generally I don't think they are. So for parents, you would say like, keep the communication lines really open until they're yes. have a private account. Yeah. Remind them that everything that they post will be online forever. Yes. It's basically just like a, you can, you can take the actions you want, but you just have to remember your actions have consequences in anything you do. And that's especially true with social media. If you post something now that's problematic or something that you shouldn't say, and it comes back later on, that's something that you should consider. And one thing that that was a thing with cancel culture and a big thing where it was people would because they were being canceled rather than because they realized the thing was wrong. So especially if, if, I mean, people make mistakes obviously, but take accountability for those mistakes. Otherwise, like those are the kind of things that are are going to come back to bite you, which is what people talk about with social media a lot is that it stays with you forever. As long as you're accountable for it, I think it's okay. Do you feel like social media replaces you actually being social in, in your real life, like eye contact and like hanging out person to person with a friend? I don't think so. I think that you have like your, you have your close group of friends who you'll hang out with and it depends on how social of a person you are. But then social media sort of allows you to like expand your group of friends. Like I mentioned about that, they just might not be your close friends. Like I mentioned about that, you might have mutuals with your friends. So there were some people that I added on Instagram and just, I sort of saw their post, didn't interact with them too much, but they were like a friend of one of my close friends yeah. that they knew from middle school. And then at some event later on, I met them and it sort of broke the ice because we both had already seen each other's social media. We both knew a little bit about each other, had heard about each other. So it sort of takes away some of that awkwardness sometimes of like, oh, I've seen you on social media. And then just, you know, at least a little bit about each other, you still get to know each other. But it's less weird than like when you combine social groups and stuff, how they're just complete strangers. It's not that as much anymore. Well, thank you so much for chatting with me. I really, really appreciate getting to peek inside the life of an American teenager when it comes to social media. Um, so I just good luck with college. I really appreciate your time and uh, good job for having healthy boundaries on social media. I'm proud of you. <laughs> thank you. All right. Well, I'll see you later. Bye. Bye.